Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 28, recorded June 22nd, 2019. Tonight we are going to be going over Trials of the Nine and Speculations of the Nine. Tonight I'm your host, this is Hyven. I am Elamist. And this is Mrs. Hyven. And we are going to be having some fun with some of the old Trials weapons and a little speculation of our own. We've been talking about the Nine for a couple weeks. Uh, so this is kind of just going to be a couple small things and probably most of us just at least myself and Elmist, making some yeah. speculations and some spin Other foil. than what I've been given to read, you're probably not going to hear much from me. Oh, I, I, I think once I get to the one card that I'm reading solo, you're going to have something to say. Have, I think we'll have some <laughs> conversation. We're literally going to have conversation on the first and like the last two, and then the flavor text will be a little bit shorter, but I think we'll have a nice discussion still. And, of course, we're still going to have Mrs. Hyven's question corner. So Woo-hoo. look forward to that as we get in. But first, for our podcast news, feedback, please. And you can send that to us at the Twitter, at guardians underscore lore, or the email, guardians underscore at outlook.com. And, of course, review us on your podcast player of choice, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, because Google can't figure out what they are and wait 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 the email guardians underscore at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com is that what i said yeah, there we go guardians now wonder he's never getting emails and we actually <laughs> did get an email we'll get hey, to that. can't say and that. we'll get to that <clears throat> can't say that yep yep we've now gotten an email folks it's very Woo-hoo. very appreciated also so yes please review us Tell us but like for real, doing. we haven't had a review since March. Somebody just go slap one up there. Makes me feel like nobody loves us since March. Oh just God. kidding. We get a lot of love on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we for do. Sure. But the great thing about reviews on Apple Podcasts, it allows us to be recommended to more people so more people can um, find us and fall in love with the lore. So that's why we say to give us a review, A, to give us feedback, but B, also so other people can fall in love with the lore. Indeed. We're interested in kind of trying to grow our community a we little bit. We want everyone to be hooked. Right. Why would you not want to be hooked on this right. good stuff? <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we also will be throwing up a Twitter poll, so check our Twitter. Yeah. That's appropriate time down. for me to say the Twitter. Please check the Twitter. Nah, you still yeah. just say Twitter. I can't. I can't. I can't make it work. The anyway, Twitter page. If you're gonna say take, the Twitter, you have to follow it with page. I know. Take a look at Twitter I, in the next couple days for our uh, our next poll, uh, because we're gonna be going on a small summer break. We'll be coming back June 16th, and we want to know what topic you guys want us to discuss. Starting that off. Yep, we're still working out the the details on which four are gonna be on the poll, but. We'll get that up soon. We will indeed. And during that break, we're going to be working on some of our own stuff. A little bit of some, some logo action. I think we're finally going to get some of that intro and outro music. Uh, yeah, so. just on and we came back from <laughs> We came back from Christmas slash winter break with the new name. So it's only fitting to come back from the summer break with some new stuff too. It's almost like we have to take a vacation in order to rebrand a little. Right. That's right. Basically to get our stuff together. 
Well, at some point, we should get a soundboard. You should send, actually, all those audio clips. I might get a soundboard on here and just slap one in, everyone. Once again. Yeah, exactly. So you can actually pull your own weight. I keep messing with him that he's not pulling his weight in the podcast since you do all the formatting and editing, and I've done the logo and the Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter? Yeah, the Twitter. Look, I told you all I had to do was just suggest this podcast, and that was my... <laughs> no, I just like messing with them. I'm you, glue that hold us. I don't want to hold us together. You support I just kind of grab us and turn us into with many, many theories writing. and rabbit holes. I just like to talk. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, Hyphen, you're you're not exactly the glue that holds us together because we did an episode without you. Ooh, right. burn! <laughs> but I was the one who originally glued us together. I'm the clamp. Yeah, and nobody needs you anymore. <laughs> you got, we're all glued. We don't need me anymore. Anyway, so <laughs> look forward to our back on track. topic right. for Twitter and for yes. hopefully a little look bit out of for new look. The new logo, um, which I can confirm that one's actually happening because it's actually done. We're just not going to reveal it until after the break. And then hopefully intro and outro music. That's what we got to just pick on. some of that. Yeah. Well, the logo well, is something. officially done. So get pumped. It looks awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited about how it turned out. There's actually one thing that's kind of driving me nuts. I'm pretty sure the word lore is off center, so I need to go and fix that every time I look at it. It just looks wrong. <laughs> so that's the only thing. But that's just a simple cut and move. So Yeah. <laughs> I can have that done in two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, we know I can't have anything done in two weeks. I have to learn how to edit some sound bites and things. But we'll get to that. At the very least, we're going to have, have this, an intro like, song. You have this badass computer that you could be doing all of these fancy things on. You probably have the nicest computer out of any of us that's recording right now. Okay, but it's still... Do something. not what it's about. I'm not a sound <laughs> editor. I'll have to train myself to get some stuff going. Yeah, but <laughs> Ivan's one of those really annoying people that, like, the second he puts his mind to anything, he's amazing at it. So... It's hey, yeah, it'll, I'm, it'll be easy. I'm very lazy, so that too. <laughs> just play Destiny. Hey, I'm, I'm st- like I'm still stumbling through the editing part. It's basically I probably actually will no, just hit you up because I'm going to be using the same stuff you're using for editing. I'm just going to try to take some of the sound. I might record a couple things, like some intro, and take some different music and stuff like that. But we'll see how that goes. No promises for me making anything good, but <laughs> we will have some type of intro at the very least. Sure, it'll be better than bum bum bum. <laughs> Goodbye. That's oh, no, that's going to be part of the outro. That's part of the outro. Dude, I told Hyven, I was like, I'm going to introduce it as like bum bum bum. Goodbye, music. <laughs> no, I'm going to be coming to you for, for your auto recording when I start messing with the outro, too. <laughs> oh, okay, sounds good. We'll, I'll figure you something can, like, out. We'll talk about it, that later. Record it and remix right. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, like, getting back it. on track. Auto tune in. Stuff you missed yes. in Destiny. Yes. Stuff Iron, you missed Destiny. Iron Banner. Iron Banner is here. It's a little different this time. There is a Iron Banner quest. Uh, some steps in order to get... You get armor from each step. And then after you finish it, you can get some random perks for all your good old armor. So, um, my kind, only of a, compl- kind of a refresh with it. Yeah. My only complaint about the actual quest itself is that you have to go to Saladin exactly what every single step because when we were playing the other day i didn't realize that i had finished like two matches ago 
And I was like, man, I finished that well, step, like, and I'm making no progress. Well, like, if you're actively watching it, you're like, okay, I'm done with it. I have to stop what I'm doing, go talk to Saladin, so I can continue do what, doing what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, it, I guess that's the way. If that's how they give him a, but you know what? It's because they give an armor drop, and it's probably just tied to him, for since all Iron Banner armor has come from him. So I don't know. Well, like it could I kind of wish drop from a bounty. I kind of wish that it was like once you got through all of it, it would just drop all the gear at once or something. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, go do all this stuff, and then come back and see me. Yeah, especially when you're in a fire team and everyone's at a different progression. So you, it's like, yeah. oh, I finished. Next match. Oh, I finished also. Yeah. But Iron Banner is pretty fun. We, well, oh, yeah. We all went in there together. Mrs. Hyven in the party, but myself and <laughs> missed with some friends. I was working there. on the logo while they were playing. So I was doing my part. Had a great time with the group playing some Iron Banner. I'm almost and, done with my sniper kills because of Iron Banner. <laughs> nice. And then we have Double Valor Week also, and I do believe that makes this weekend Triple Valor. So I'm about to reset my Valor for a second time just this week, I do believe. Yeah, um, same. I just need to get on and do a little bit of that today. But that's pretty cool if you're trying to get anything related to uh, resets for, for Valor. Uh, also, Guardian Con is coming up in just about uh, two weeks. Uh, so that means Guardian Con, the stream is going on. So the stream started on June 16th, and it's going to go until the 23rd. Uh, it'll be over by the time you're listening to this. But uh, the cool thing is Bungie contributed with a four-hour stream and earned $400,000 already. As far as also they gave a couple little like sneak peeks of some of the, the weapons we're going to receive in Shadowkeep. And it was really, really cool. They had little uh, goals in order for them to talk about different things and all that. So it was it's really, really nice to see Bungie taken apart in Guardian Con. And of course, all the money that is raised at Guardian Con helps all of our little lights at St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So they usually raise I don't know, a million or two million like every year. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes, um, Mr. Hyven, your hand is up. Yeah, I was waiting my turn. <clears throat> no, I'm just flipping through the Twitter right now. And it looks like the podcast Ghost Stories is coming back. Yeah. July 3rd, I think. Is... Yeah. So I just read about that, too. Yeah. Seemed appropriate to Wait. inform everyone. No, 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 well. No. well, and and they said that the plan is for weekly episodes, but... Yeah, I saw that, too. I know that I think they still have a good community. I used to really enjoy Ghost Stories, but they kind of... Uh... I like everyone in the community, but they kind of turned me off. There was, I personally felt a lot of negativity um, from some of them. They were definitely, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I love their original stuff. Hopefully it'll come back with a positive outlook on uh, the lore and the stories. But that's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, but St. Jude, tune in. This is already over. You can't tune in, but hopefully you did. And if you were able to donate, everyone appreciates it. And uh, yeah, enjoy Guardian Con if you go. Uh, the three of us hope to maybe go next year, have a little podcast meetup. But um, See, now, as as far as the the Bungie stream went, they had 
like I, I am so glad they added new stretch goals. Originally, they only had goals up to one hundred and fifty thousand, but then they added on because we met that as a community within like the first hour. Right, I just love like every year. They're like, oh. I remember when they first started doing this, like, we're going to have these little goals. Next thing you know, they're like, holy, <clears throat> we've raised a million dollars. This community yeah. is awesome. So I'm glad that it's still kicking, still going well, strong. Well, like, the stretch goal that I'm specifically talking about, 300,000, Dave Samuel did sound <laughs> effects while they were streaming. I miss that. Uh, he's the best. They even made an emote out of him. For for people who don't know, he has better sound effects than Mrs. Hyven. <laughs> like, this man is amazing. If you watch any of the streams, he's the guy who makes the sound effects for all of like the his supers. He's always yes. acting them out on stream. He's the best for that. Well, like but... he brings such a high energy. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, they put him in every Vidoc now just because everyone knows. Like I said, he's got an emote. Yeah. In game, it's awesome. I love it. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for things you've missed in Destiny. Uh, well, actually, uh, Heroic Menagerie will be dropping when this episode drops. Yes. While we are on vacation, um, the Lumina quest will go live. Exactly. So it'll be a pretty nice week. Um, and something else happens after the, on the 9th, too. But... There's a lot of stuff packed in, actually, in a couple of weeks. We're going to be gone. Yep. So and we'll talk about it once we get back. Yep. So now we will move into our newest segment, Mrs. Hyven's Question Corner. So Yay. do you have a question for us this week? I do. All right. So as everyone knows, I have been listening to old episodes of Focus Fire Chat. Um. So, this week, while listening to episode 8 on the Elixni, which I was excited about because I feel like we have done a lot of personal discussion about them, um, I developed this following question. Has there been any proof to the thought of the Elixni needing the ether because of the way they got addicted to the light from the Traveler before they became Fallen? Ooh. So are they addicted to ether because so the fact that the, the thought that they them? discussed was that they had the light for so long that it literally changed potentially the chemical balance or the makeup of them as an organism that then when the light was taken from them, they almost went through withdraw and the ether was the only thing that kind of um, stabilized them. Yes. So I wanted to know if there's been any proof to that thought. I hadn't thought of that. I don't know. Now I'm trying to I, think. I do think that the ether is tied to um, relating to the golden age that they experienced. And when the traveler left them, they had to follow it. Um, which is why ether is like so rare. And they. I believe in the episode um, they specified that ether is actually... Yeah, ether does <clears throat> have something to do with the golden age. It's, it's made up from the golden age. Yeah, I think it's what was developed... From the traveler, um, maybe in the same, possibly in a similar way of us being able to harness the light. Um, but regardless of what, we don't actually know what happened on the Elixir's home world when the traveler was there. 
but we do know at some point, yeah, they did become reliant on ether, and they can only make limited supplies. Actually, servitors make it, which is yeah. why servitors, servitors are make it. so high um, standing. Uh, but we also don't know where servitors come from. I would assume that they probably were not created until the Golden Age. Uh, yeah. So I think um, that is a little bit of that. That's my personal thought. I don't think we have any actual proof about them having some kind of addiction to ether because everything we've heard about it, it's more about sustenance. Um, you know, they, they need it in order to grow strong. I, and that that's why the the servitors are such a big deal because the servitors generate the ether. I would say that I think it's a little different than the we talk the we know that the cabal need that basically there's like a if you ever get a headshot it shoots like black oil out of their helmet. They do need that for their pressure regulation to stay alive. Um but I don't think that's this I kind of always got the feeling that ether was like a different kind of thing, that it was a little bit more of an addiction, that they are reliant on it now, but maybe they weren't always. Uh, the fact that they do need some, obviously, oh, they, they will die. Ether is kind of like a steroid. It makes them stronger when they have more of it. Uh, yeah, so and that's why... A, I think their they race is dependent on it now. Yeah, that's why they entertain the thought of it potentially being the light that made them addicted to it, like having it and then losing it. And I don't, I can't say that the traveler did that to them. I think maybe that's some, it's what they did to themselves. Uh, but I, it, I could see I, a way where they didn't always need ether, but after the golden age, but now they at do. at the same time, I'd like to add, saying that the traveler didn't necessarily do it to them. If you're looking at the traveler from a negative perspective, because we've gone back and forth on whether or not the traveler is actually a good thing. Yeah. If you're looking at it from a negative perspective, that almost seems like it falls in line. It gets you addicted to something, so you have to have it. It's your source. It's your supply. So you're willing to do anything for it. Yeah. Yeah. The traveler track record, it does seem to be that planet hops. Um, and, and then the whirlwind happens, and it leaves the elixir, causes withdrawals. Control. We have the collapse. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's and still I'm too, different I'm theories. I'm of the mindset on, that the traveler is bad. In case you, but, you know, there's theories so, that the traveler is just trying <laughs> to stay alive and it's trying to. But in yeah. the in, but in okay, the, yeah, that was also discussed in one of my episodes, and in that thought, again, still it ruins entire worlds because it's just trying to survive. So again, still not a point for the traveler. <laughs> <laughs> If you yeah. really want to talk about bad, you know, bad traveler, we need to dive into the books of sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I think maybe that's why I thought about when it. When the planets I align. I, I've done the, I've gone through the three episodes on the books of sorrow with uh, Focus Fire Chat. Oh, yeah? Good. Yeah, they did, they did three. So I've they already listened to those. The origin of the hive. And I don't know if you, you might not have caught it, but there was the talk of a. That's the thing. That's why I'm enjoying listening to Focus Fire Chat and doing our podcast because Focus Fire Chat gives me like food for thought. And then our podcast kind of reads through the books and then breaks them down. So I feel like together I'm getting like a very well-rounded knowledge. Well, heck, I think I have a topic for when we come back from break. Say we dig into the books of sorrow. (laughs) Oh, that'll be an entire month. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Well, we can put up uh, some month options. I wanted to do stuff on Cade. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, we got lots of options. All right. Well, does that answer your question? Uh, I guess yeah, I mean, I just... The answer is no. We don't have any hard There's no proof, proof on, on it, but I did get your guys' thought on it. So, yeah, no, well, it was and, just... I, and, You know, there's a lot of questions that come up and a lot of things I think about, but every once in a while, there's just something that really stands out, and that's what I try to write down. Well, and, and going back to the actual question, there's also the fact that, like, the servitors are made in the traveler's likeness. Yeah. So, like... The Elixni wouldn't have had ether before that, then. Yeah, I think they. So they that adds to the, the conspiracy theory. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, this has been Mrs. Hyven's question corner. Awesome. <laughs> I like it. So for our next news segment, our listener Q&A, we do not have a listener question. Therefore, we do not have an answer um, at this time. So please give us some questions. Uh, keep hitting us up with more questions because that was really interesting. But I did want to give a shout out to our last questioner, to, uh, who, to Joey, who gave our question last week. He actually responded with his own answers. And Elmist finally got an email so Joey, yeah. we not really only did he respond, he sent an email, which was just the most legit thing ever. Like I said, emails are great for like conversational stuff because you can only put so much in Twitter. But he was able to like, I really got a little bit more of an understanding of kind of like his, yeah. his thoughts, and he, it was a nice little conversation. So I really there was, appreciated there was it. So much hype, yeah. so much hype. Oh yeah, it was funny because Mrs. Hyven posted on Twitter, "We finally got an email." There was a ton of yelling and, and everything in the Hyven household. And I responded with, um, yeah, the only reason they, they, they yelled out-hyped louder you. Than, <laughs> yeah, the only reason they out-yelled me was because it's, it's two, two to us. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Joey, yeah. thank you. You've quite possibly given us a new segment. I hope we get a lot more questions. Um, even if they're just from you, we appreciate it. But anyone who has questions, please send us out more. And um, thanks for giving us your answer back, because that was kind of cool. And hopefully we'll catch you out there in the wild. Also, first of all, if I had a trophy or a medal, I'd send it to you, because you were our first emailer ever, other than Microsoft sending general account emails. And second of all, I think real quick, we should read Joey's answer. So, just to keep it short, his main guardian is a titan, a woken male. Named Ben Riley, which is one of the Spider Men. It's named after his favorite Spider Man. Uh, and his ghost is River, because it is both the Doctor Who and Firefly reference for his two favorite characters. Like, absolutely. The best part was is when I read it to Hyven and told him that it was a Doctor Who and Firefly reference, he immediately said River. Oh yeah. Like I didn't I didn't even have to say it. Hyven knew. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh and then he also has a human uh hunter male named Ronan and a ghost named Ramona. And we were talking about hypothetical daughter names last week. Um, and it's funny because Ronan, 
we were watching Stargate Atlantis one time and, you know, Taylor's pregnant in the show. And Not Roman, a daughter's name. We've went over this many times. I wanted as a daughter's <laughs> name. Anyways, in Stargate Atlantis, Ronan specifically tells her, boy or girl, it's a good name. And I was like, that is a good name. So, yeah, that's on my list of hypothetical children. <laughs> and since we, we had that discussion last week, I have actually come up with a name for my ghost. Luce. Oh, yeah. Luce? Uh, it's Italian for light. I love it. So getting into, into our topic, um, this is, as we said, our trials and speculation of the nine. Um, so we're going to go over the trials, weapons, and armors that have been obtained throughout various seasons. And we're going to round out the podcast with Elemist's quote-unquote proven theory by reading a couple of the marks that have a little bit more information. Hey, it is proven. It is proven. It depends how far along your theory, I guess, can you say it's proven. I, I have charts and, and like, <clears throat> pins and yarn somewhere. <laughs> nice. And uh, those two tabs we'll read will be the Notorious Reaper mark and the Sunbreak mark. And uh, you get the Notorious Reaper mark from Tier 3 Reckoning, and the Sunbreak mark is obtained from Notorious Engram during Season of the Drifter. Um, so those were those come from. And Unfortunately, you can't get the uh, mark anymore. Yeah, so you can't get that mark anymore, which is sad. But we're going to read you the lore so you won't miss out. All right, well, then we're going to go ahead and get into some of these cards. So we're going to read it a little different than normal um, because these are the nine. There's different voices. Instead of one person reading, we're going to do a little bit of uh, tag team reading. Um, so we have already decided who's going to read which part. Um, so why don't we go ahead. Uh, first, actually, we have a card first that is a ghost fragment from Destiny 1 that kind of gave the, the s start of a lot of theories, I think, for who in the world the Nine yeah. were. So we're going to start with that card. Uh, Mr. Simon, if you'd like to read Legends 2. Yeah. Legends 2. The Nine are survivors of the Cis-Jovian colonies who made a compact with an alien force to ensure their own survival. The Nine are deep-orbit war mines who weathered the collapse and hardened stealth platforms. The Nine are ancient Leviathan intelligences from the seas of Europa or the hydrocarbon pits of Titan. The Nine arrived in a mysterious transmission from the direction of the Corona Borealis supercluster. The Nine are the firstborn awoken, and their minds now race down the field lines of the Jupiter-Io flux tube. The Nine are ghosts who pierced the dark black without a ship and meditated on the hissing silence of the heliopause. The Nine are the aspects of the darkness, broken by the Traveler's rebuke, working to destroy us from within. The Nine is a viral language of pure meaning. The Nine are the shadows left by the annihilation of transcendent shape 
burnt into the weft of what is. So uh, this is essentially what we got from D1. Um, like there was speculation about what the nine were, and this is the only actual clue that we got. So wait, this is an actual clue? I, this just sounds like a list of speculations. A list oh, of it possibilities. is. He's just saying this is the only thing we had about the nine. This is where people got a lot of their, all their theories. So from the time that Destiny 1 first came out until Season of the Drifter, this is the only bit that we had. We assumed it was just kind of theories of other people, what they, different theories of what they thought they were. Um, but I like that now that we know a little bit more what they were, they kind of are all these things. And that is why yeah. it's so interesting. Dark matter. Yeah, exactly. They're basically <laughs> dark matter. So they're everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is kind of what led a lot of people's speculation. Um, I like that it says even there are even aspects of the darkness. We have everything. Or the firstborn awoken. Uh, we got all of those little theories that people have had throughout going through here. So, Well, and like it, it was funny because we got this card, and then three years later, four years later, we got the Maricena, which talks about how there's nine awoken missing. Mm-hmm. So, like, people immediately jumped at that, and they were like, Oh, 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 there it is. We're the, it's, they're awoken. Yeah. But then we're also going to see a, a lower tab entry later on that it talks about ghosts. And I was pointing at that going, th th there it is, there it is. But they're keeping us on our toes. We kind of think we know. We know a lot more about the nine, but we still don't know everything. You don't know what they yeah. can influence in their dealings with everyone. So there's going to be a lot still going on with these guys. This will not be the last. Nope. All right. Well, then let's get into our weapons. So we're going to go over the weapon tabs from the uh, based. Well, actually, we're going to go through everything that we got from trials. So we don't have trials now, so a lot of this stuff is all from early. Early on, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna read these. Yep, they're all. I guess it is. Yeah, it's all from year one, and we're gonna take turns different reading different portions. First is judgment. And that is the hand cannon we got in base Destiny Two. Flavor text reads: The greatest threat to a guardian is another guardian. Emissary of the Nine. Lower tab reads: You sought us out. In some small way, you found us. But discovery always has a price. With curiosity comes consequence. She is not ready. Seek judgment. Grow. All right. So, any thoughts on these? There's not going to be a really lot of discussion, uh, but I feel like we should at least pause instead of just reading through all of them. Yeah. For a lot of these, there's not going to be any aha moments or anything. <laughs> yeah. Or any aha Kara <laughs> moments. Maybe. I made a pun. I made a pun, you guys. 
I'm just proud that you said Ahamkara right. Yeah, good work. <laughs> That's how you're going to remember it, I guess, from now on forever. <laughs> okay, well, now yeah. we can move on. My life's complete. I like the flavor text. Knowing the timeline that the Emissary of the Nine is from, the greatest threat to a guardian is another guardian. Knowing who she is now has a little bit of meaning. Um, that's not necessarily just something she's just... These aren't just her spouting out random tech uh, quotes. These actually might have more meaning now that we know her life. Um, so she saw... You remember we read in Egdasis that you know she was seeing how Risen were like nuking villages and killing each other and all kinds of craziness. So she lived through that time. So it's kind of, kind of fitting. Um, and also, it was a great hand cannon. I like Judgment, so uh, I haven't u don't use it anymore. But thought it was a good hand cannon, mainly yeah. just for Crucible. Was when I used it. You're also just a hand cannon kind of person. I am indeed. All right, our next weapon is Swift Verdict, and that is the sidearm. Once again, all released in the base Destiny Two game, and the flavor text reads. Judgment is final. Emissary of the Nine. Our lore tab. We were young once. You went mad trying to understand. We went mad trying to speak. This doesn't matter. When you are ready, we will take it from you. And you will be glad of it. I like that. What in the world are they talking about is the question. I think it's fitting. Swift verdict. That's kind of what they're describing here. Yeah. Well, and like a, a lot of these weapons refer to like the judicial system and, and specific terms for that. Mm -hmm. You know, a swift verdict, judgment. <clears throat> Adjudicator, yep, all that stuff. You're right. That's true. I was, I'm just, I, I do like what so we were young once. We went mad trying to understand. We went mad, mad trying to speak. That's almost like early on nine in the universe, trying to reach out and kind of communicate, maybe with the matter world. Maybe that's where a lot of these theories that we came up with come from, because that was the nine trying to reach out in the early days when they were still trying to figure out, like, kind of what they were. Uh, but then, of course, realizing that it didn't matter, that they're ready to take something from us. Probably in the same way that they took the emissary and kind of changed her life. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Almost like that is what the trials of Osiris were. They were just trying to see if we were worthy. Well, all right. Well, then let's just move through these. Our next one is Relentless. And this is our Pulse Rifle, released in base Destiny 2. The flavor text. Embrace your fate, Emissary of the Nine. And the lore tab reads, Do you hear us? You wanted power. It is not for you. We have a task for you. Find the worthy. Bring them. Three keys. Three are required. Show them. Emphasize it. Everything dies. They are no exception. We're immortals, they'll say. Correct. And yet, who dies more than they do? 
None. Only when they accept this can they be born anew. Be relentless. I like this one. Uh, basically, telling the emissary to gather guardians for the trials of the nine. And I really like how it's. I know they'll be like, we can't die. But that's kind of not true because they die all the time. What if this isn't talking about guardians specifically? What do you think it would be talking about then? I feel like it has to be talking about guardians. It's talking about they, we're immortal, they'll say, correct. Yeah, who dies more than they do? None. Who are you thinking? Well, I just thought of this is us being invited thinking, to the trials. I was thinking back to the first Invitations of the Nine. Three have transcended their their design, and the fourth being the Dredgen. It, it was talking about three keys. Three are required, and the Dredgen <laughs> was anomaly. Interesting. That is true. We have a task for you. Find the worthy and bring them. Three keys, three are required. I'm trying to think back to because what three could have meant in old um, Trials of the Nine. It was seven wins. It was seven wins, and it was always teams and of we did, four. Yeah, and we didn't have like the boons. Like we used to have like three boons in Trials of Osiris. So, I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know what those three keys re- relate to, actually. I think that is them inviting the Guardians. They want to find... They, we know they're looking for something from us. Yeah. They're not getting it from the uh, Ahamkar anymore. So I think you're right. I think they have seen three maybe have transcended their design, and they're looking for more. And that's why they're trying to um, invite Guardians in. In the same way, maybe, like I said, the emissary has changed. Maybe they're looking to do that more. All right. Ready to move on, then? Yep. Well, then let's move into Adjudicator. Adjudicator. Adjudicator is our submachine gun released in base Destiny 2, and the flavor text is Hesitation Kills, Emissary of the Nine. Our lore tab reads, You sought us out in the deep black. Meditation wasn't enough for you. Go and touch the hissing silence. Do not fear being submerged. Not many ships go that far these days. You went through hell to get that one, and then again to get out of there. You found the devil himself. A golden snake, a devil who poses as God. No more a God than you. You didn't fight him. You turned around smart. Others did. Well, we watched. Raising. I'm sure that voice. <laughs> right? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So what in the world do you think is happening here? I actually have never gone through and read the lore tabs for these weapons. I'm not sure. 
I wonder if it's talking about the Traveler. A devil who poses as God? I believe it. You sought us out in deep black. Meditation wasn't enough for you. Go and touch the hissing silence. Oh, I don't know. This kind of just, I don't know, that reminds me. I don't think it's talking about the Traveler, but I think that's a good description for the Traveler. No, that's this totally reminds me of the sisters going to the Worm Gods for the first time. But it does say you sought us out in the Deep Black. But Deep Black, um, being submerged, not many ships go that far. I doubt well, it. Like, or it could be talking about the Kokaitis Gate. I mean, there's a lot of options, I think. Well, like I, I wonder if this is all <laughs> being told to Orin. You know, you sought us out in the Deep Black. Meditation wasn't enough for you. Uh, I think you might. That could be. And this that, is them transitioning her into the emissary. Yeah, you found the devil himself, a golden snake, a devil who poses as God. No more God than you. You didn't fight him. You turned around smart. Others did what we watched. She's a guardian, so you know, guardians are considered gods. I'm just wondering who she was fighting. Golden snake. Golden gun. Now, I don't know. This one's interesting. I don't really know what any of this is 100% talking about. I mean, my original thinking as I was like, oh, we fought Oryx. He was a god. But no, we actually did fight him. So yeah, I'm not sure. That's the thing. Knowing, like, we we don't really know uh, who these cards are directed to. It sounded, you know, it sounded like the last one was directed to to Orin, telling her to, you know, go round up guardians. Yeah. And you know what? I think these are directed to Orin. The first card, you went mad. You you went mad trying to understand. Now, but when you were ready, you are ready. We will take it from you, and you will be glad of it. They talk about taking stuff from her. You know, when she got converted into the emissary. Do you hear us? You wanted power. It is not for you. We have a task for you. Yeah. In the first card, they say she's not ready. She sought us out, but Discovery has a price. Yeah, these are totally written to Orin. But when these came out, that wouldn't have been known, right? Not by us. Um, but as I, my theory is, Bungie isn't just making stuff up as they go. I think these are all tied together. Yeah. Yeah. These really do sound like they would be to her. Yep. That's interesting. You found the devil himself, a golden snake, a devil who poses as God. I'm interested now. Huh. Yeah. Well, we'll have to. I guess we move on now, so we're not. Wait a second. Stuff through now. Isn't the drifter the snake? Yeah, I thought about that too. Yeah, and like she and the drifter have beef, and potentially a sexual relationship that's going to make Elmas go insane. Oh my gosh! Some people say that (laughs) golden. You know, you have a golden tongue. Someone who's a good liar, a golden snake. Right. Mm. Interesting, man. But he doesn't pose as God. He doesn't, but maybe right. Like at this point, any any ideas that we come up with, we can poke holes in. So this is 
Yeah, no more god than you. It could be talking about no another, more god than you. They're both guardians. Guardian. Could be talking about another. I think she. It was referring to another guardian. When they say no more god than you, but you didn't fight him. You turned around smart. Others did. So yeah, and others have fought the fighting. drifter, and she didn't. I haven't really fought them. Okay. Well, others have died at the hand of the drifter. You know, he clearly doesn't like to fight guardians. He doesn't even make himself known. Yeah, not entirely sure, but that's kind of interesting. Now, here's the fun thing to think about. This came out in base D2. Mm-hmm. Or either of these characters were a thing. I mean, the emissary was. Well, the emissary... didn't know who she was. Okay, yeah. Right. didn't know her what? base. Yeah. But the Drifter wasn't. So if it really was about the Drifter, how long were they planning his character? That's what I'm saying. I think I'm just saying, I don't feel always... like it's a coincidence that all of his symbolism, yeah. symbolism is a snake stuff. And they're talking about the snake. snake and we know that there's a combination later. between Orin and the Drifter. I know yeah, he gets the snake from someone else and or something else and blah, blah, blah. But still, it is kind of his symbol. It is now. It wasn't always. <laughs> yeah, but again, it is now. We'll get to that. We to Why get don't we move on to motion to suppress the submachine gun released in Warmine. The flavor text for this one is present your truths carefully. And our lore tab reads, A trespasser. You were not welcome here. How did you find us? She sent me. You are not your queen. A puppet. Defined by scars. We have no need of you. We have our puppets. Let her speak. I came to discuss the future. So this is when she actually found the Nine. And she's like, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, she sent me. You are not your queen. I love it. We have our own puppets. Who else? We really only know of Zer. Unless they've already taken people we haven't had a chance to see yet. Or is this... That or, or they're still talking about Orin, and this is like Lavinia. No, I think well, no, Lavinia still... happened after Forsaken. Yeah, I think this still is still referring to Orin. And this Besides, is Lavinia like... was not sent by the Queen. Orin was. <clears throat> and, and there's also the fact that Lavinia happened like six months or or eight months she after. Very this. recently. Very recently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know when this actually happened, but. It had already happened by the time we received these cards because we knew that the emissary was a thing. So uh, no matter how long ago it was, it definitely happened long before the information we got on Lavinia. So that's, yeah, this is definitely for Orin. Yeah. I like that I came to discuss the future. So it's almost like she made an agreement with them, which I'm still curious. I would love to see that original interaction when she found them. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right, the end. Just kidding. That's just the name of the scout rifle. <laughs> released not. in base Destiny 2. I am flavor. so proud of you. <laughs> and the flavor text for this one is, show them that safe harbor is very far away. Emissary of the Nine. The lore tab reads, The red ships enter. The air is heavy. Now when you move, you can actually feel the weight of the world. This weight is a gift. 
you finally have our attention. So I would say it's, it's just, after she's changed. It's after, after the ghost drops. Yeah. Well, like it's after she's changed, but this is also giving us some some timeline. Yeah. What you think the red ships refer to the red war? Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of it's after change. they've already conquered the tower. Yeah. Because the air is heavy. Sure. Yeah, and I think referring to now when you move, you can actually feel the weight of the world. I think that has to do with her new presence. Whatever in the world, the way she was changed was in some semblance to the Nine, because I think the Nine, as dark matter, they can literally feel like everything that's happening in the world. Um, and then she has their attention. So for all we know, Orn might not have gone crazy. She could be like a sleeper agent who got changed for some future... I like to think that she still has some I don't think autonomy. Orin's actually their emissary. I, I think, think she is, but not like in the a same agent for Mara. Yeah, I think she definitely has something going on. She, she has not has lost her some agency. agency. Yeah, she has some agency, but she is working in the best interest of Mara, the Nine, and herself. Yeah, I think she's for the greater good kind of thing. All right. The prosecutor, also a fun one. Auto rifle released in base Destiny 2. This thing was a terror back in the day, also, um, when auto rifles were ridiculous. Remember those good times? The only time I ever made an auto rifle because I had to for Crucible? Well, and, and even then, like. A couple of weeks ago, I pulled this thing out of collections, and it's still fun. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. Auto rifles are probably really good again. I mean, they're like good, good balance right now. And the flavor text for this is all this in service of one purpose. You have their attention. Let us see if you can keep it. Emissary of the Nine. And our lower tab reads: a court, a vault, a maelstrom. A cauldron. A realm. A void. An equinox. A meridian. A shift. Certainly. Trials no more. Not like they were. A keep. Parallax. An apex. A plane. A court. A vault. A maelstrom. A cauldron. Of what? Of stars. Of nine. Hmm. Interesting. The only part that I can actually make sense of is trials no more, not like they were. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's almost just like a little play on the fact that they went from trials of Osiris to trials of the Nine. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of just maybe them just this is just them describing their plane of existence and with a bunch of different thoughts. Like it is all of these things in the same way the Nine are. Could be. Everything. Um. You know, a maelstrom 
a cauldron, a realm, a void. Yeah, that kind of just sounds like their whole location. I mean, they're just dark matter. They just kind of encompass all. Um, yeah, the other interesting thing is an equinox. We have that as a map. Yeah, that's what I was map. thinking too. And I also I think need that the... a moment before we are done with this card. I need to look up the definitions of all of these words. Oh gosh, okay. that's okay. Um, also, the flavor text. I like how it says all this in service of one purpose. You have <laughs> their attention. Let us see if you can keep keep it. Emissary of the night. Before it was, we thought talking to her, saying that she had their attention. Now it seems as some time has passed. And she's talking to someone else. What if the flavor text is her talking to us, but the lore tab is the, the nine talking to her? That's kind of what I... Uh, yeah, that's what I kind of thought. But we see that, like, who do you think she's talking to? Just us? Just we've attracted the attention yeah. of the nine? I, I would suspect that it would trials. be us. Because, like, Cade wouldn't fit that bill. Zavala wouldn't fit it. You know, it, it's us doing the trials. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking at some of these other ones. Show them that safe harbor is very far away. Present your truth carefully. Hesitation kills. Embrace your fate. Judgment is final. Those all sound almost like uh, recommendations for the uh, the trials themselves. Right. Cool. Um, well, do you Hold have on, a definition for every single word yet? Done. Yes. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. All right. <clears throat> so, a court. I got that one. A tribunal presided over by a judge, judges, a magistrate in civil and criminal cases. Yeah. I don't think the other two definitions apply. <laughs> and, and that great. makes sense considering the the judicial theme here. Yeah. A vault. So there are two definitions to this one. A roof in the form of arches or a series of arches, which I don't think is it. I think it's going to be the second one. Yep. A large room or chamber used for storage, especially an underground one. Yep, yep. Right? A yeah, maelstrom. Or... It is a violent whirlpool in the sea or a river. Also, a situation or state of confused movement or violent turmoil. Yeah, that totally just sounds like them as dark matter. Just yeah. their energy swirling around. Yep. A cauldron, a large metal pot. Never mind, hold on. <laughs> Probably the next one. Basically, yeah. <laughs> a situation characterized by instability and strong emotions. Yeah, I think that relates to their thinking. It's all kind of all over the place. Well, and especially with the fact that the two groups of the nine yeah. are are at odds with each other. Yeah, that's yeah. Too. A realm is a kingdom or a field or domain of activity or interest. Which is everywhere for them, practically. Yeah. <laughs> Void. Completely empty. Dark matter. Absence of everything. <laughs> at the same time as being something. Equinox. 
either of two points on the celestial sphere or the celestial equator intersects with the ecliptic. That's what I thought of the equinox. It's a yin and yang kind of thing. Even amounts of light and dark. Well, and you went there. I thought of it specifically as they were talking about the actual crucible map. Like that spot is called equinox. And I think that that where... is named that for a reason, though. It, right. But like, I, I thought they were just calling that out. And this was kind of like a, a prelude to it being introduced. Yeah, I thought of it more as related to that, especially since the next one is a meridian, which is yeah. also related to... It's a great yeah. circle on the surface of the Earth passing through the poles, or the half of such a circle included between the poles. Yeah, so that's also, once again, like halves, even sides. Yeah. This one says, a great circle of the celestial sphere passing through its poles. Mm -hmm. All right, a shift. You got for yes. that. The button on my computer that makes things uppercase. <laughs> um, a move or cause to move from one place to another. That a is a goal, change actually. in position, direction, or tendency. I like that one, actually, for them. The description of them. Their whole mentality is kind of a shift. Keep, have, or retain possession of. I think that's more of a keep um, in the way, similar to a vault. That definition of a keep, where you store your like valuables. A, like a castle's keep? Yeah. The archaic definition of keep is charge or control. As in, if from shepherds keep a lamb strayed far away. That's interesting. It's true. They like their control. Yeah. Parallax is the effect whereby the position or direction of an object appears to differ when viewed from different positions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's also some of these are also science terms yes. um, that are used, like planetary and astronomy. So I think that one's kind of fitting with the nine of what they are. They really are just dark matter. Well, and I mean, it, it's also talking about how it, it, like that specifically, they're looking at things in two different ways. Or even when looking at them, everyone sees them differently. Yeah. Almost like these, I think like these are like describing themselves um, almost. Yeah. The next one's yeah, an I apex. The top or highest part of something, especially one forming a point. And then... The plane. Plane. We know that one. Yeah, a level of existence, thought, or development. Yep. She yeah. can leave this plane. She, she can, can turn, turn off, off her game, game system? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So I think that's them describing themselves. This was kind of like a little bit of a sneak peek into what they were early on before we kind of got the information. All right, well, nice for looking all that stuff up. Give us all a little bit more information kind of about what all those words imply. Um, so next we have the Long Walk Sniper Rifle released in Base Destiny 2. And the flavor text is, There is an end to everything. Emissary of the Nine. 
In the lore tab, we have eight sparks, a ninth, dim in the corner, and Orin in the middle. Orin. Are we all here? Come into the light, please. G9. I like where I am. Orin. They said you all went to the deep without a ship. How? G7. Our charges are gone, but we are still creatures of light. No different from the one you carry in your pocket. Orin. You were all either very brave or very foolish. G6. You sound like shacks. G5. She does. I'm glad my charge is gone. G4. Don't say that. G5. It's true. G4. Don't say it out loud. Some of us go our whole lives without finding one. Show some respect. G5. Don't talk like you're better than me. You're in here too. Orin, please, I'm sorry to call you all here, but... G2, you're not sorry. Orin, I need to know what you found out there. G9, nothing. Orin, at least give me the coordinates. Mm -mm. This is her hunting for the nine. Yep, exactly. Of course, there were nine ghosts who just went traveling without a ship, and they found something. And, like, when this first came out, without the context of ecdysis or, you know, anything like that... No idea who these people are. Yeah, nobody knew who Orin was. Well, like, I knew that they were ghosts because Mm -hmm. they, they were talking about, you know... You Eight sound sparks. like shacks. You know, our charges are gone, but we're still creatures of the yeah. light. Yep. Also, somebody going their entire lives looking for one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, like, we knew that they were ghosts. But considering there were nine ghosts, and Orin was like, you, you traveled. Into the, you know, went into the deeps. What in the world does she mean by that? Without a ship. I want to know. That was an immediate callback to the very first card that we read here tonight. And I'm like, it, when I first read it, I was like, oh my god. Is, is this person talking to the Nine? No. How do we have confirmation that these ghosts aren't the Nine? Well, as he, re- as he mentioned, the first card was the Nine are ghosts who pierce the deep black without a ship and meditated. So I'm saying, how do we have confirmation that the these aren't the nine? I don't. We we don't have a clear cut yay or nay. I mean, we could especially say that because these were... this is divided right now into five, and aren't the nine divided into five and four? There are only five guardians actually, or ghosts actually talking here. Look at right, the but it says that there's eight sparks, a ninth dim in the corner, yeah, and in the middle. We don't know, but that's maybe the, thing. the ones that aren't in agreement with these ones are just keeping quiet. So what you think that the I just I'm the saying myth that they are ghosts is kind of like a thing they're controlling these ghosts. I just want to know what possible. the deep blue was referring to that they 
went into without a ship. And I would like to know how they lost their charge. Because the deep refers to with the krill is they went into the deep and well, found the worm gods. I think of deep blue as deep into the ocean. Or you could think, and the last, at the very beginning, talked about them going into the heliopause. We talked about Orin doing that at the very beginning. That was like far off into like kind of, that's more of a far into space kind of thought. So, Right. That's where my mind went, is the fact that... That's what I originally thought, There, there were times that we called anything past, I think it was the reef, um, just the deep. Yeah, that's what I think is referring to, deep in space. They went out and found something. And I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure to our definition of there's it there's only nine has, of them. And I mean, our, our definition of deep has changed because of Books of Sorrow and everything that's followed. But like, initially, we knew the deep as, you know, further away from the sun. Yeah, these ghosts are definitely kind of a sketchy description. I don't even know what you'd call them. Something doesn't seem completely right with them. But ultimately, it looks like Orin finds them somehow linked to the Nine, and she thinks they have information, or at least coordinates, for somewhere important. Heck, that could be, it could be the Kokaitis Gate. It could be something else. I'm still under the opinion that Orin found something that none of us have found yet, and that's how she truly got into contact with the Nine. I definitely agree with you about the, uh, the there not being something right about these ghosts, because... One of them is saying, I'm glad my charge is gone. What? Yeah, right. Even ones who are happy that, who are okay with never finding them, they're, very, they're not saying things like that. They're not happy that they lost their charge, so that's kind of crazy. Don't say it out loud, at least, right? Yeah, that is interesting. We don't quite know, but as Elemist mentioned, like, it's funny because some of these things are like, quotes to that original card that the nine are this, the nine are that. And then we get this card. It's like, oh, she's talking to nine ghosts. They've already said that the ghosts and the nine are the same thing. And we have the nine and the awoken are the same thing. Nine of them are missing. There's just, there's so much. This is where all the theories came from. At any potential, we jumped at it and said, it's the nine. Mm -hmm. All right. I will move us into the shotgun, a sudden death, and this is also released in Base Destiny 2. Their flavor text is "Everything dies." This is proof. Emissary of the Nine. On the lower tab reads, "You spoke with the deep orbit minds. We heard what you asked." But they had questions, too. The lying robot no longer lies with others. Where is he? Does that sound like Chris Butin? (laughs) (laughs) Yup. I do like how we've now known that Chris Butin is the war mine, but we've gone back and forth thinking there's multiples of them, and then it's, you spoke with the deep orbit mines. Mm -hmm. The lying robot no longer lies with others. So... A little bit back to the whole, like, Rasputin kind of conquered the other war mines. At one point, we thought there were, but then in um, the expansion war mine, right? Uh, 
it's yeah. kind of discussed that and some of the cards are mentioning that only one war mine was made and it was Rasputin and there were maybe sub mines of him but that he was the only mine um so I don't know there's been different there's been different stuff about that there were a lot of of smaller AIs but Rasputin was the one in charge of everything yeah, the war mine because we used to think that every planet had its own war mine yeah All right, I'm going to move on. Motion to compel. And that is the scout rifle released in Warmine. And the flavor text reads, Take the long view. Lore tab reads, Look. Her plan is coming together. Always the clever one. Always the smug one. She plays with weighted odds. Odds we weighted. Shall we? Intervene? No. Not yet. Be patient. Wait until the dynasty falls. Hmm. Yep, that one's very interesting. That's kind of a playback to the uh, the uh, oh my god, what did we what did we just do last week? Invitations. Yeah, to the invitation, talking about how Mara's in trouble and she's gonna fail. Like they re- talk, that's what I think they're talking right here is Mara. And they talk about she's well, got a plan in motion, but they're waiting for her dynasty to fall before they act. Well, and, and they always referred to her as the clever one. Mm hmm. Yeah. So she's been, she's been going for a long time, and the nine know about it. And as we learned from Lavinia, even she was surprised about how much Mara has actually been dealt with the nine, much more than we know. So we see just another point about that. All right, let's just keep moving on so we can get to these fan theories. Uh, motion to vacate. This is our shotgun released in Warmind. The flavor text is done, cannot be undone. And the lore tab reads. Remember the slaughter. It was no slaughter. Our children. Stolen constructs, not ours. I can still hear the echoes. Hallucinations. Ten thousand dying wishes. We were merciful. We should have chosen otherwise. The dreamer survived. Only to fall. Rid yourselves of this regret. Mm-hmm. So what do you think this one's talking about? Oh, I know what this one's talking about. This What's is, that? This is the Ahamkara. Mm. Remember the slaughter? Oh, yeah. yeah there yeah, was yeah. no slaughter. Our children. Yeah. But stolen constructs, not ours. Exactly. Because they kind and of then, took them for themselves. They heard the echoes, the hallucinations. And then, uh, you know, 10,000 dying wishes. We <laughs> were merciful. We should have chosen otherwise. The dreamer survived. That's Riven. Yeah. Only to fall. <laughs> so they were even calling out that Riven was going to fall at one point. But yeah, once again, 
this is something we kind of know now, but at one time we didn't quite know that they were so interested in the Ahamkara. Well, no. At this point, Riven had already been taken. Taken by who? Oryx. Or mine. No, because Oryx didn't take Wait, Riven. Because... He did. My brain's trying to follow. Hold yeah. on. The Nine used the Ahamkara to try and get bodies, right? Correct. They used them for something, paracausally, yeah. So, with them, them with being bodies. gone, it's a big they're, boo-boo that, for them. Yeah, yes. that's what we've talked about. That's why they're interested in the Guardians. We're the only other paracausal beings that could somehow get them to be not tied to Which our world. is interesting, because the flavor text is done, cannot be undone, and the weapon's name is motion to vacate. Yes, this one they all want really to, goes together. They want to undo, but they know that they can't. They cannot bring but back. But that's what like a motion to vacate is to like vacate or dismiss a decision that was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but they can't undo it. But in a way, they can. But I'm just saying, I didn't Dom feel Clark. like motion to compel her motion to suppress actually fit with theirs. But this one, I do. I find that interesting. But no, I don't remember. Riven, that was the thing people talked about, that Oryx was gone by the time Riven was taken, which is why people talk about how Savathun had something to do it, and can she is she now in charge of the Taken? Well, like, Unless Riven was taken a long time ago. You think Riven was taken when that, she entered into the throne world? That... Well, like, uh, that's that what I thought. Sense. No, that because, would make more sense. Because Oryx w- had stepped foot on the Dreaming City. Mm-hmm. Unless I, I'm misremembering. I don't think anyone ever been to the Dreaming City. Not even Oryx. I mean, at some point, enemies made it through there, the Taken. But I wasn't sure if that was so ah, later. Found you found it? I don't remember. Uh, Once again, timeline... It's on the Reverie Dawn helmets. Um, but soon may not be soon enough because Oryx roams the hollowed spires and melancholy shores of the Dreaming City. He stands looking out over the mists of her beautiful creation and he laughs. So, like, he's been on the Dreaming City before. Okay, yeah, and that would explain why there's Taken in the Dreaming City. Um... So he kind of, so timeline would be he, you know, Mara died, quote unquote, and then, you know, Oryx continued on into the Dreaming City, only to eventually be destroyed, but not before taking Riven. And Riven, of course, once already being taken, was able to fall into the clutches of Savathun, and that's how she was able to get this wish and all that stuff. So that is true then. All right, well, then that tells us a little bit of the timeline of when this is happening. They were discussing this. At the point when Riven had already been taken. So this was around Oryx's timeline. So once again, um, I was going to say Orin would have already been taken by then. Not taken, but transformed. But she's not actually quoted in this card, so we don't even know that for a timeline. Yeah. All right. Well, that finishes our weapons. We just have a couple armor pieces. Three armor pieces, and then we get to the two extras. Yep. So, why don't I? Why don't we go ahead and? Uh, yep. Break this up. 
Yep, yep, yep. So I'll start off with Hunter Armor. Um, so we have the Cloak Judgment or Cloak Relentless. This is the Hunter class armor released in Destiny base, uh, Destiny 2's base game. And the ju- dud- Judgment flavor text reads, For one who fights as the wind flows, Emissary of the Nine. And the Relentless flavor text reads, For you as much as for them, they are observing your swiftness. Emissary of the Nine. And our Lord Tab reads, Don't barter. I'm not here to negotiate. Just don't ask who or why. Why not? Each guest comes with a price. We've sent one other. Ooh, I like that. Is that referring to Zer as the one other who's been sent? Possibly. The only person I can, unless there's someone we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any speculation on that one. I, I don't either. Well, then let's move into the bond. So this is Judgment, Rap, and Bond Relentless. The Warlock class, released in base Destiny 2. And for Judgment, the flavor text is, For one who analyzes battle as the philosopher questions the universe, Emissary of the Nine. And the Relentless armor piece, flavor text is, For you as much as for them, they are observing your thoughts, Emissary of the Nine. Lore tab reads, The overturned stone reveals the ants beneath. They were curious, so they looked. Why fault the curious, which stems from loss? Why fault the young and small? Why not? Not much there either. Yep, still not 100%. Yeah. All right, let's move on then. So our last class is for our Titans, and we have the Mark Judgment, and once again, Mark Relentless. He's released in Destiny 2's base game. And for Judgment, the flavor text is a signifier of force, Emissary of the Nine. And the Relentless flavor text reads, For you as much as for them, they are observing your thought. We have the same quote. In the lore tab, the edge of a system frays like string. Paths are carved by more than rangers and wayfinders. Out there in the remnants of old, the echo hums. We had been viewed before. Remember? Do you? Now I'm curious, who has viewed them before? Mara? Mara? I'd say she's had dealings with the Nine for a long time. Yeah. My question is, do you think she would have had those after Orn came to her with information? Or I think before, because remember they say that they had found other ways to investigate the Nine that Orn can stop going mad, looking into them. So I would think that Mara kind of had already possibly had some dealings first. Potentially. That's my only thought. 
All right. Well, why don't we get into the in, the stuff you really want to get into? This is a tie-in. This is about a yes. real speculation. We would, didn't think that we'd get a full episode from speculation, but we're we're actually already going pretty good. So let's now get into the meat of this conversation. This is where Elemis can finally prove his theory. Um, these are some cards that we talked about a long time ago, and they really tie in the story of Orin and the Drifter a little bit better. So, Elemist, take it away. So, so, I will be covering Notorious Reaper Mark, Bond, or Cloak. It's found on all three. The flavor text reads, When the end comes, will you clear the way for him, Titan? And I suppose that would be Hunter and Warlock for each other one. The Lord okay. tab reads, She was a snake. A Dark Age drifter. The first time he met her, the starkest thing about her was her tattoo. A snake coiled on her arm. He would remember that snake when he realized he needed a symbol to motivate the masses in another lifetime. For a game he called Gambit. It was before the rise of the place humanity would come to call the last safe city. He was a true drifter, floating from place to place like smoke. Some people had taken to calling him Drifter. He had many names, and he went by none of them. She knew him then as Eli, and the second time he met her, he asked, Would you like to dance before you go? Not now, she had said. Wait. What did you think I said? He asked. Would you like to dance? She repeated. I would love to, he said and stepped forward with his arms in the air. She chuckled. He paused. This has never worked before, he said. He joined her in the pilgrim guard. They fought alongside each other. He saved her life. She saved his. He was convinced she was his best friend. He was wrong. One day, he never saw her again. Not as she was. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. So we get a little bit of a callback to a couple things. I love that we now know that this is his pickup line for everyone. And it's such a beautiful <laughs> pickup line. It's amazing. It's so and this time, he like got a, he didn't necessarily get a dance, but he gets a laugh out of it. And he's like, wow, that's, that's as good as I can get. <laughs> right? We see that he's still, we don't know actually what his true identity is. He doesn't actually call himself Drifter. He just admits that that's what everyone calls him because he's drifting from place to place. Um, we do know someone who knows him as Eli, though, and that would be... Orin. Exactly. So that would be the, the woman he's talking about here. Yep. Uh, so some of the things we get out of this is she has a snake tattoo. Exactly. And that he used it to... Make his symbol for Gambit. So you mentioned, Mrs. Hyven, about how the snake was his yeah, symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually... <laughs> so it is actually Oren's... It was Oren's tattoo that he later badged over his whole... Sim, as, as his whole his I don't whole know, his enterprise. whole operation. Yeah, his whole enterprise. Um, but we get some cool stuff out of this, too. Um, they fought together. He joined the Pilgrim Guard. Yeah. And we didn't know that. Um, and then he, he thought they were best friends, and one day he never saw her again. 
as we've heard her side of that, realizing that he is a snake and not interested. Now, the only thing that has a little bit of confusion for me is he says he never saw her again. However, we see Orin and Drifter arguing in the invitations of the Nine. But no. she's not Orin. See, it says he never saw her game again, he not was, as she was. She was Orin in that recording, in that video. It, she was Orin, but it was years later. She was a different person. What do you mean, though? They still know each other. She still quoted him in well, the same way. Well, the thing is, she also was surprised by the fact that Eli and Wu Ming were the same person. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that means that enough time has passed that she doesn't remember exactly what Eli looked like. Oh, I got it. I think we were talking about this before. This might have been him. I think that we talked about how her her memory seems to have been lost. At least when she turned into Emissary. But also, as we read the next card, kind of before, I almost see them joining each other and fighting in the Pilgrim Guard. Because by the time she met Drifter um, in the Latin Agdysis, uh she wasn't in the Pilgrim Guard anymore. Remember, she was right. invested in looking at the Nine. So we see that they've, at this point, met each other once. Next thing you know, they meet each other again, and she doesn't recognize him, I suppose. And, and this was also after she spent centuries traveling with um namchi exactly so yeah that's i remember us discussing this now so yeah either something has happened to her where she doesn't remember or he kind of has just disguised himself in such a way that she didn't recognize him when she met him again yeah um but then when she did realize who he was of course she was pissed but yeah we see that they were friends in the pilgrim guard well before they became friends again after uh, Nemchi's death. Yep. So there's a, a, some couple crazy connections there. Uh, you have anything else you, you we want to go into on this one, or should we get into the next one to kind of sum these two, this whole thought up before we go Let's into the, the whole theories? All right. So this is Sunbreak Mark. Flavor text for this. I tried to tell you, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Goal: Ghost of Orin. Lord Tab reads, I feel like I knew you, Wu Ming says, careful and slow, like he's snipping the wire on a bomb. Orin searches his face for hidden meaning, but she sees nothing but exhilarated fear. Yeah? Yeah, he says. You remind me of someone I used to crew with back in the Dark Ages. You came up back then, right? She chews on her lip, and the sensation causes her mind to buzz with the same number over and over. Nine, 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 nine. Yeah, she says, centering herself. I did. I, uh... She looks at Gaul, a goal for validation. His wings are tucked tight against his shell, small and wary. Gaul rezzed me. Somewhere east of New Wales. Made my way south from there. Is that so? Huh. He pretends to think about it. You ever run with the Pilgrim Guard? 
That sparks a memory. Orn narrows her eyes. I did. Yeah? Me too. Used to be close with one of them. Lady had a tattoo of a snake. Right here. Wu Ming taps his arm. His hand shakes. You ever seen a tattoo like that? Orn clasps her hand protectively over her upper arm, covering her tattoo. All at once, the buzzing stops. So, I'm just going to jump into the theory that I had. Um, there's something between Drifter and Orin. Um, like, I, to say that he actually loves her is, is a bit of a stretch, but, like, he has a strong connection to her. Um, you know, <clears throat> while they were in the Pilgrim Guard, he considered her his best friend. And then they, they reconnect as Wu Ming. We don't know. It, this is the confusing part, because clearly something's happening with her that she's not remembering him. Um, and well, we, and like, we'll, we'll see that a lot. But like, does he not remember her? Because it also just sounds like weird. Oh, like, no, he does. he trying to get her he, to remember? He does, because you notice the... So she, we see the meeting as the Pilgrim Guard. We know from McDyces they meet at another time. And we see this. She, once again, doesn't seem to remember him. But he's looking for this girl who has this tattoo. And you have to look at some of the context here. So, Orin's searching for his, faces, for his face. Can't get anything. He says, you remind me of someone. He says, you, you remind me of someone I used to crew with back in the Dark Ages. You came up back then, right? So, he asks her a question to get her thinking. Um, and then, where is, is it? that so, huh? He pretends yeah, to think about it. He pretends to think about it. you ever run with Guard? So, like, he recognizes her. She doesn't recognize him. Yep, and then so there at the end... Why is he, like, yeah, me too. Wait a second. We used to be way. Used to be close with one of them. Lady had a tattoo of a snake right here. Wu Ming taps his arms. His hand shakes. You ever seen a tattoo like that? And, of course, she covers up her tattoo. So, the way, at least me and Elemis, when we first discussed this, it was, for some reason, it's if he has been looking for her this whole time... Um, and she doesn't seem to remember him at all. In fact, the only thing that she seems to be thinking is the Nine. It's almost as if the Nine have somehow already influenced her, well, her memories. And, and here's where I'm, I'm going to point it out. She chews on her lip, and her, her mind buzzes with the number Nine over and over again. Mm-hmm. This is after the card Synesthesia. Yeah, I mean, it yes. would have to be if yeah. she's so focused on that. Exactly. So, like, she's suffering from, from this this condition where... Obsession. All she's feeling or hearing or seeing is the nine. So the, the interesting thing with this is... Let's try to put these things in order, then. Because we have three occasions now of them... Before she's turned to Orin meeting. We have them in the Pilgrim Guard. We have him asking about this woman that he needs to know. 
And then we have him comforting her at the death of Namji when um so remember we read that as if he was trying to kind of question her to figure out about the nine and then he kind of like almost like fell for her in a kind of a way whatever the nature of their friendship is if i could use that term uh but i almost wonder if even then he was just still trying to like so so what is the order i think clearly he meets no, her I, I as think part that of the pilgrim the guard i think yeah, that that's, was the order. that's what i'm feeling too the pilgrim guard happened centuries ago um, and this is like them just rediscovering each other yeah. right here. And then her getting really attached to him was an ecdysis. Yeah, and I think that enough time has passed. Maybe that because he's gone, he goes through so many different changes of character and disguises kind of that she didn't necessarily... I'm just kind of curious, does it sound like her memories are influenced because of the whole synesthesia, or does she know who she is? I mean, when she meets a guy who's looking for her, knows her tattoo and all this stuff, I would think she would put it together, this is Drifter, this is that con artist that I ran away from. Um, but then or, she, did she, or did she even know that he was a con artist back then? That is kind of my thinking. I think she didn't. That's originally like, why did she leave? Did she just? Did they just get separated? Did they just get ditched? I think what happened was she started looking for the nine. Um, quite possibly, he couldn't find her. She got this synesthesia. He finds her eventually. Tries to get her to remember. Sees that she doesn't remember anything. So the next time he meets her. After Namchi's dead, he asks a little bit about the Nine as if he's still trying to get an idea of kind of what's going on with her. Acts as if he didn't know her and then tries to continue on this relationship almost if it's fresh. However, that backfires on him when she realizes who he is and she just knows him as being kind of like all these different identities. And that's what kind of turns her off to that. And, and maybe that is when they have that, that blowout that we saw in the Imitations of the Nine because there was no blowout in the Pilgrim Guard. And right. none here. That would have had to have been last, because I think that was their last inter interaction for... Exactly. Um, yeah. So it, it went that they were in the Pilgrim Guard together. They got really close to each other. She went away um, to do stuff with Namchi. And I think that's why it also says he had never seen her after that. You know, one day he never saw her again, not as she was. I don't think that implies her becoming the emissary... I think right. that's starting with her mind being altered by the nine, and that's when the next card comes in. So she's off with Namchi for centuries until Namchi dies, and then she reconnects with Drifter, not knowing that it's Drifter. So My this entire time, he's been looking for her without her knowing it. And even the flavor text. I tried to tell you, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, Goal, Ghost of Orin. Who's he talking to? Is he trying to warn her who Drifter is? I think is that's related he... to the uh, the blowout. Yeah, once she realized what, who he was, did the, yeah. the ghost recognize her, and he just didn't tell her? Um, you know, that's kind of interesting. But then even the play, flavor text at the very beginning, I know you said that maybe... Um, that Titan aspect of it changes depending on what class. What if that's related to when the end comes, will you clear away for him Titan 
What if that's referring to her? Would she clear away for Drifter when the time comes? We know that they're giving him... I'm interested to see if that changes, because if it doesn't, then that implies, will you clear the way for Drifter, Orin? Which is kind of what's happening, whether it's because of her or because of the Nine. He's the only person at this moment who knows that a second collapse is about to happen. But he's been letting us in on the information, telling us that we got a seat when all hell breaks loose. Uh, so I'd be it, really interested. It does change. Okay. But I just that pulled was... up the cloak and it says Hunter. All right. Man, I was hoping. I, was trying I to know. Well, then I'm not 100% sure of that, but that still talks about that little bit of the, the collapse that's going on. Okay. We... So, yeah. Still, then, then the hymn still might be referring to, to Drifter. But either oh, way, yeah, man. It's, it's absolutely definitely, referring yeah. to him. It's very interesting. They have had this long-term relationship that goes back and forth. And it seems that she, for some reason or another, never recognizes him, but still gets drawn into him. And she, he has been looking for her all the time. He's always looking for her. And I think he, even now, a lot of his actions are possibly to save her. And that last cutscene, they're like, you know, she's running off, storming off, and he's like worried for her. Um, you can well, tell now- how she's interested in her well-being well now this goes into the psychology of of relationships i mean guys fall in love quicker than women you think she doesn't remember him because she wasn't in love with him but yeah but i still think you would that's true that is true because it does it is very one-sided he does say she was my i he was convinced she was his best friend he was wrong. One day he never saw her again. So you think it's just he, she just didn't find him of interest at the time. Right. Maybe that's why she didn't remember him. And then she was so invested with the... Because we know she's had this feeling of like unease, like not being good enough, not like always needing to do something else. What's, I don't know. What's the word? She's always ready to up and move on, do something else, right? That's kind of yeah. been her character trait. She's never like intent. So I think he's been chasing her this whole time. And while this is the, the, the theory, is kind of what is the nature? You know, he, I don't know if it's romantic or if it's a friendship or if it's like a father-daughter. You know, he does say you're going to get yourself killed, kid, in that cutscene. But I think that's just kind but of like, Drifter's mentality and how he talks. Yeah. I think they had a little bit of a... I think he's been interested in her. And when Namchi died, they had some type of... Um, romantic interest at, to some level. Uh, and I think that when that, that continued, she was so hurt that she ran off. Next thing you know, he can't find her until he's the emissary. And I think she... He clearly doesn't like the emissary, but I think that's because he doesn't like what happened to her. See, now, I, I agree with you there. Um, and the way I read it, or, or I looked at the entire situation, was that he fell in love with her it was a one-sided romance. Mm-hmm. She did not return those feelings. So, like, he, he never acted on it or anything. Um, because we don't have anything in lore saying, oh, yeah, you know, I, I got romantically involved mm-hmm. with somebody in the program guard. Um, he kept those feelings and was searching for her 
Because he didn't know where she went. It wasn't like she dumped right. him. It was she just disappeared. Right. And it's it's not like he went scouring the entire galaxy for her or anything. No, it it was more of like he he kept his his eyes out. Um, she went off for centuries with Namchi and fell in love with Namchi. And they reconnected once he was gone over their mutual like yeah. despair. Yeah. And, and then, I, well, and then what happened is, you know, they, they reconnected. She started having motions for him. And he was like, I have to come clean about all this. And that's when everything told her. Apart. You think he told her? I think if there's anybody that he would be honest with, it was Oren. Interesting. Was, I kind of just thought she figured out, but that could be. And then that's them. That was just like the blowout of him telling her, and because he wanted to try to help her. And then so, my final thing is he still seems to be searching for her. I don't remember if it's the. I don't know if it's a card. I think it was maybe in the uh, Bungie's preview that they laid out with the cards from Anor. At some point, Anor recognizes that the Drifter still has some use, and she says something to the effect that maybe he can save her. Maybe you remember, he's the you know only I'm... one who can save her. Yeah. yeah no, I, the... I thought about including it in this episode, but I didn't want to because that is another part of another. Yes, yeah, so that's. I couldn't remember if that was the preview or if that's actually in the. the no, Warlock it's actually the in book. the the lore book. Yeah. Okay. So that when we get into that book, that's interesting. But it's very interesting. The only person that we could think of when you read that is Oren. Or at this point, she's now the emissary. Uh, so it's very interesting that the Drifter's motivations, while we know are saving his own skin and getting out of Dodge, they quite possibly might still be to try to save Orin. Yeah. So that's kind of it. That's just our keep in mind that there's something going on, and we'd be really interested to see what happens with those two. And uh, if anyone has any theories or speculations of their own, thanks for crazy, agrees, um, Send us Let us know. Yeah, send us some emails with some of your topics. I mean, sorry, your your thoughts and theories about this whole thing. If this sparked anything for anyone, or if they have any extra questions, please let us know. Obviously, or if you, you think hit I'm just on... completely off the rocker, let me know. Yeah, feel free to hit us I up on Twitter with some of those thoughts. Off the rocker, but not for this. But if you want to go into some long tangents, <laughs> man, write us a nice email. All right, well, I think we're done. Mrs. Hyven, how do you feel about the whole situation? I feel like you've already known all this because you've heard us rant enough. I've heard you rant, rant a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. She's lost interest. She's only half interested in the podcast half the time, but we still that keep That is you. not true. There's just not a lot to keep my interest in this episode because this is a lot of teeny little cards and a lot of speculation. And again, a lot of speculation that A, I've already heard you guys talk about, and B, I don't have a lot of thoughts on. Now, we want to talk about Mara and Shiraido's relationship and Shiraido coming back. Yeah, sure. I'll speculate the hell out of that. Okay, I should rephrase. She picks and chooses the episode she's truly interested in. We'll have a nice juicy one for you next time. I'm sorry, but there's just not enough about Gambit and Norn. Gambit, jeez. Drifter and Norn's <laughs> relationship for me to be able to like truly get in on the speculation. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a hard time back. Nobody knows, but she's only ever, she only had a hard time. She's always half (laughs) attention. I'll give you a hard time.
Dude, I'm only ever half paying attention to everything in life. We had this conversation literally like last night. I know. <laughs> it's all you can do just to stay awake, and we appreciate that. It's like, yeah, all day. Got mono back in high school, never lost it. Just always tired. Oh my gosh, you're, you're done. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on to our shout outs. Because um, we don't have any special reminders or news. So, Elemist. Uh, Ishtar Collective, like always. And second shout out to my co hosts for sitting through this four week, well, five week at this point. Um, block and and just letting me get that itch taken care of. You should really get that itch taken care of. Hey, McCreams. I yeah. had it for five weeks. Like at this point, I'm good now. <laughs> just it went away by itself. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, my shout out is to. Of course, same as always, Ishtar Collective. Thanks for making life so easy. Um, to Bungie for the upcoming changes that I'm looking forward to. To Joey, of course, once again, for being our first email responder. Shout out to all those, other guys, all those guys and gals who hopefully will send us more speculation and thoughts. And, of course, shout out to Mrs. Hyvin for doing such a beautiful job on our logo. Look forward to unveiling that after our break. And yeah it's gonna be awesome once i move the word lore over so it's centered yeah i mean like anything would be better than nothing but we think this thing also looks pretty good so. <laughs> and and are you kidding mrs hyvin we're all a little off kilter yeah i kind of like it a little skew <laughs> it emphasizes the balance between the light and the dark and how we're not quite balanced completely yeah that's what i was doing with that <laughs> sure. Um, my shout outs. Um, All right, you don't have any, so let's move on. <laughs> shout out. I, she's thinking to. it's going to get long winded. No, my shout out, I guess, would be to Focus Fire Chat. I've been really enjoying listening to their old episodes. It's been fun to listen to when they kind of got started out like us. And um, not just them, but at the same time, um, Guardian Radio got started out around then. Ishtar Collective no, got Guardian started Radio out around then. Around for a long, long, long time. Yeah, but even still, Guardian Radio, they referenced them, but they weren't, like, huge yet either, you know? So, they, I mean, they were the biggest. Guardian Radio started the year before Destiny 1 ever even came out. That's crazy. That's Guardian so Radio has been going forever. That's well, not yeah. anymore. Not anymore. Very sad, but... Yeah. Um, but what was funny to me at one point, they're talking about shout out to Ishtar Collective. Um, and they're like, you know, they don't have everything and it's not like fully formatted. And, you know, you kind of got to look around for stuff, but it's still a great website. And now I'm like, God, you just go in and like search whatever and everything comes up. That's you don't even have to go to, to Ishtar Collective. You can just type in a lore card name into Google and it will come up. That's because it used to be just one guy just entering all that stuff. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it was, it's just kind of it's cool now. to see like other people starting up and other people getting set together and like before Focused Fire Chat had like intros and extra um, outros, like you know. So I don't know. I guess it's just cool to shout out the humble in. beginnings and hoping yeah. we're still around after 
to make Basically. it. Hopefully, we make it to fifty episodes. <laughs> Basically, though, so like it's it's been cool, and additionally, just the extra knowledge that I've gotten. You know, I'm never going to be as knowledgeable as Elmas and Hyven or any of the people on Focus Fire Chat, and. I sometimes don't even fully understand, like, everything I'm listening to. But, again, it's because I only ever half listen to anything. Um, <laughs> doesn't doesn't completely help that I listen to it while I'm working. So, But the little bits here and there that I do get are definitely leaving an impression, and I'm enjoying that. So thank you for all of their knowledge and you guys for uh, all of your knowledge. So I, I can text them in the Discord and be like, wait, what does this mean? Who are they talking about? <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I, I just find it funny that, like, they had the exact same, or we're following kind of in, in the same way that Focus Fire did. You know, they started out as a small podcast for their clan. It's kind of crazy, yeah. They didn't have an intro and outro ready for when they started. And, like, it's everything that we're currently working on yeah. and doing. Just and... stepping in their footsteps. Yeah. Speaking it a little to make it our own. <laughs> but I, I really enjoy it, especially just because, like, I didn't know that, like, any of that when I first started. Nobody um, in the Destiny community started huge. Everyone has started off just making content. Even Bife, who... Everyone's like, you know, such this big, like, lore master, everything. He first started making video. He wasn't even, like, the first one in the community for, like, anyone to know. It was, like, somebody referenced one of his videos, and next thing you know, he kept going. But um, I think it's just really cool to see a lot of these people who literally got their start because of Destiny. Um, whether or not they move on to other things or, or continue with Destiny. But it is kind of cool to think that we could someday actually be a podcast that people reference when they talk about destiny and i think yeah. we're kind of we're kind of people have, on twitter have actually mentioned us as being a reliable uh lore podcast jeez right? crazy that's interesting i never thought i'd be factual <laughs> right all right well before the barking ensues we'll sign off before well they barely heard that. You kind of muted all the crazy amounts. But anyway, just remember, guys, cup sweat and... <laughs> what was the other thing? What did I say earlier today about cup sweat? I have no idea. Oh, jeez. It was in the car. Maybe I just thought it and didn't say it out loud. I'm I'm still laughing at the fact that, like, oh, this past week <laughs> I went for... for <laughs> that was so bad. Pay took a picture of the cup as condensation was coming down, and I'm like, hey! Cup's wet. That is all. <laughs> that was, like, the best thing to open my phone to during my stupid work week. And on that note, we're signing off. This is Guardians of Lore. We will see you guys in a couple weeks. Good night, all. Good night. Toodaloo! Bum, bum, bum. Goodbye! Goodbye. <laughs> Whoa. It just grew when the recording started. Weird. Oh, I grow on command. No, it's just it changed the format size. I'm going to make you guys both grow anyway. I don't need Discord open. Should I count it down? Like, three.
No, nobody needs that. All right, here we go. Just start already. God. And why will we? Why will we? While we're gone, use your use your words. I'll contribute when necessary. <laughs> I'm trying. That was supposed to be our pause. Stop talking. <laughs> What if I just keep talking? Like you are now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm being a real brat tonight. But I thought... Did you guys switch this on me? I thought blue and nothing were you, Hyven. Did and I get that wrong? Green were Elemis. It doesn't really matter. Oh, it, it was just... It wasn't marked and I, I didn't remember. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna pause. This is one. What? What it says. No, 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 we, no, no, no. Don't need that's not it. What this are we reading? Ghost Fragment Legends 2. Why that's did we just... skip over the Oh. Wait, what? That was just color coding for us. That's just his color coding for us, so we know who's reading what. That's why I didn't understand this one. No, that's not actually a card. <laughs> that's just like when you read the words to look out for every week, even though that's not actually a segment. Oh. I thought it was literally like breaking it up to like they were saying, like, I'm one, I'm one, and no, I'm no, no, not. No. Nope. That's just our color. Nope. It's for us, personally. Well, I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that just go all the way to the bottom? Can I help you? She's just a hot mess today. She, I thought recording earlier would be better, but... I'm shutting down already. <sighs> okay. Take two. Now... Oh, go ahead. Now, my question to you. When do you think the emissary was taken? Or should we just save that for speculation later? I think it should be saved for speculation because it yeah. is speculation. I'm not sure. It's all speculation. Yeah, it's well, yeah. Most of, that's what this is: speculation of the nine. But yeah. Relentlessness. Wow, these really. No, we just did adjudicator. Motion to suppress. Wow, these are actually all very. See. A long walk, a sudden death. Motion to compel? What are we compelling? And what are yeah. we vacating? These are, that's why they're called trials. Um, oh my god, this is this my whole, job, you guys. Yeah, the nine are literally testing us to see if we're worthy of what. We're not entirely sure. Well, yeah, but they I mean, need what are they some compelling of, and what are they well, vacating? They, they need some type of paracausal entity to accomplish their goal. Well, at least with the goal of some of the nine. Um, so... Yeah, we've been they've been testing us. This is cool. Yep. This is what I do, you guys. <laughs> this is a submachine gun. I also enjoyed this one. This was once again I, I think all of these are base base games. So uh the flavor text is hesitation goes. You're wrong. The next one says released in war mind. Oof, you spoke too soon. If you had waited one more card, you would have known. <laughs> uh, why consider war mind base game? Well, I, I don't know the difference. Considering it is now, where it it's, will be It's in technically September. the first. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's true. As of now, it's not. It will be, though. Yeah. All right. So you were wrong. So it... I'm sorry for doing the voice. 
It was not the next line. Like, <laughs> Are they done? Is the people outside going? I don't know what oh. they're barking at. There's no one outside. They're just hearing noise. There's a fire truck. I didn't know That's we started barking at fire trucks now. Oh, fire truck. F and ends with an uck. Fire truck. Yeah. So I think it's important to look those up, though, just because I do feel like it's. Um, actually, hold on. There are three more that I did yeah, not look up. Yeah, cer- the next one certainly. What's up with that one? I think that was just someone agreeing. <laughs> Kidding. <clears throat> Would you like to dance before I? I'm just so excited about this. 